Bob and Brad, the two most famous physical therapists on the internet. Hi folks, I'm Brad Heineck, physical therapist. Hi, I'm Chris the pharmacist. And I'm exactly one half of the Bob and Brad uh, therapy channel, and we have Chris here today. He's done a ton of research on the most recent uh, information we have on uh, testosterone levels and how to boost it nat naturally. Yeah. And I, I don't know, I'm assuming people are, want to boost their testosterone. Is it mostly be, so they can get more muscle you know, mass, or are there yeah, other no, benefits? Testosterone is a really unique steroid. It's oh, wait. Oh, you got to go do your giveaway. The giveaway, we don't have one here, but if you look below on the below the video, you'll see there is a giveaway there. Um, but we're going to get back to this. I'm, I apologize. Nope, nope, that's all right. So the giveaway is key, right? <laughs> so nonetheless, uh, testosterone. It's kind of it's a unique steroid hormone that's based off of cholesterol, uh, which is kind of funny. So people think, well, gosh, my cholesterol's high, so is my testosterone high? It's not the case. It doesn't work that way. But testosterone is just in men or women too or women, women and men both have it so yeah. men it's going to be you know your it's going to be made in your testicles mm -hmm. and also your adrenal glands sure women it's going to be made in the ovaries and also the adrenal glands but at a much much lower level okay so guys have a certain level and women have a certain level okay and uh, but they're both testosterone and, and men also have a certain amount of estrogen that we produce as sure. well so um but with respect to what's high, what's low, what's good, what's bad, I, mean, yeah. I think that's kind of the question we're all trying to really figure out. Um, you know, testosterone is is responsible for a lot of different things. As early as seven weeks in the womb, we start producing. If you're male, you start producing testosterone. Okay, which is kind of an interesting study, I thought. But what's more intriguing is, you know, it, it helps with their development. So as we go from being a little boy to an adolescence, to a man. Mm -hmm. So we're going to see different levels of testosterone being fostered, and it's what determines our growth, uh, hair growth, voice deepening, sexual organ functioning. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it, it, it kind of covers that. As we age, it's going to be your bone health. It's going to be your muscle development. It's going to be your mood. So it, it does mm. a lot of different things. It's your libido, so it's your desire for you know procreating and just having fun in the bedroom. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's a lot of different things. Sure. So it governs a lot of things for us. So... There's a condition called low T that your doctor would be very specific dialing in things for you, and it would require a blood test because if you have to have medical testosterone supplementation, it requires very serious monitoring because if you're just taking steroids off the street or just trying to find the greatest and latest testosterone booster and you have low T but you're doing it indiscriminately, higher risks for certain cancer, blood clots, heart disease, cholesterol, so it has to be tightly monitored. So when we want to look at things naturally, we want to do it safe and keep it in a, just a normal, safe guideline. Sure. So what can we do? It's actually it's going to be kind of just our pillars of health in a lot of ways. It's going to be eating well, it's going to be getting our proper rest, and it's going to be exercising. And those three things in different, and we'll kind of dig into each of those, uh, kind of help to naturally raise our testosterone okay. levels, albeit for short periods of time because it doesn't stay up here. Interestingly, so when we wake up in the morning, our testosterone levels are higher, usually for most people between 7 and 10 in the morning is what most studies suggest. Not really, It must have to do something with so the rest. And you measure testosterone levels via blood? blood. Okay. Yeah, you'd have to take a blood test. So, And if you were worried about it, you should definitely discuss it with your doctor because what does it mean? Well, maybe you have a depressed mood, maybe you're feeling weak, maybe you're gaining weight. Uh, fat around the midsection. So it's interesting, but that kind of comes down to cortisol. And that's another... So when we talk about diet, cortisol is something that 
is kind of like the testosterone blocker. It kind of runs interference. So testosterone helps us to produce lean mass it mm-hmm. helps, you know, and stronger mm-hmm. bones. And so when we have, we eat a bad diet through processed food, so anything that comes in the box, we've talked about this on many occasions, mm-hmm. you really don't want that. You want whole foods. Uh, you're going to want, uh, so you're going to want fruits and veggies. You want, actually, believe it or not, you need to have some fat. Sure. So, so basically, the the breakdown it, it's interesting. You want, and here's another thing that's unique. But for testosterone, you need carbohydrates. So you want about fifty percent of your calories to come from good carbohydrates. So With example. So like it would be food wise, it'd be things like yams, potatoes, brown rice. You know those types of things. They are starchy, sugary foods. Sure. But those starchy, sugary foods also have other phytonutrients in there. But things that are important for our body to help it process testosterone to get that to naturally raise. Okay. Coupled with about 20% of your calories coming from protein, and then the remaining 30% of your calories should be coming from fat, and I mean healthy fat. I don't mean ice cream. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's got to be avocados, nuts. You know, it's going to be animal fats, sardines, like a, a fatty sure. fu- fish. So you know, meat, if you meat. Got the, the yeah. fat that is associated with meat. Yeah, so, I mean, you can do like a lean ground beef that's going to have you know, healthy animal fat in there. But sure. if you're vegan, then it's going to be your nuts, your legumes. Okay. Um, yeah, soy is somewhat controversial because they say that that stimulates estrogen and may block some of the effects of testosterone. So uh, much wow. as I could garner, I would probably say, even though it's a good protein source for a lot of people, it may actually kind of be counterintuitive, but it's so inconclusive that I would tell you if it's been working for you, you can certainly stick with it. But if you feel like, you know, just shake it up, try a little bit different protein sure. source. All right. So diet, you're going to be eating yeah. good proteins, good yeah. meat, good fats. Correct. And timing is everything too. So let's say we did a workout and we'll talk about exercise more, but I mean, the timing of getting those nutrients in you. So right shortly after workout. So if you and I are going to do an interval ride or if we swam and then lifted weights or did resistance work with the bands, you know, right after, within about 15 to 30 minutes of, of having our mm-hmm. workout, we want to be ingesting something with a, you know, the right kind of proteins. Right. So, and it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what you get it from. Well, let's say it was eggs. Let's say it was a chicken breast. Let's say it was a powder that you, you know, bought from the local health food store. Sure. Those are all excellent sources. So it's all clean protein. And, you know, from a body weight standpoint, you're probably going to want to do, and what I've found across the, so 0.8 grams of protein per pound of body weight. So let's say you're a 200-pound guy, it's going to be about 160 grams of protein. So is that like three steaks? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean, that would be throughout the day. I, don't, I mean, you try and ingest 160 grams of protein, that's going to be a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, you're going to divide that. But if you want to get maybe 30 grams in you right after you work out, and then make sure you ha- – so whether it's a protein shake, it's kind of a quick, easy – I mean, because a lot of people may not – I mean, there are some people that get into their diet so well they yeah, know well, they do the macros and the micros, and it's, right. So if, if you're not that, I mean, you just make sure you eat plenty of yeah meats. And yeah, stuff. but well, you can, whatever protein source you choose. So let's say our vegan friends, you know, we sure. certainly want. But yeah, you're going to want that ratio, or if you're uh, metrically based, it's going to be 1.8 grams of protein yeah. per kilogram. Um, but so whether whatever protein source you choose, it's going to help to foster development. But if you can't just have a diet high in protein. If you're just eating a high-protein diet, mm-hmm. it actually can hurt you insofar mm-hmm. as it actually decreases the amount of testosterone your body makes. So you need to have the healthy blend of carbs. Okay. And, you, and w- of healthy carbs, 
right as well right so you don't want to be just white sugar in it all day long <laughs> right. um it's carbohydrate but it's not good for you right uh and then you also want to have a healthy blend of healthy fats right so things that have your omegas and, and so those things that are going to be very very important for those fats also do other things they help with not only the manufacture of cholesterol which are um which cholesterol is actually a building block for testosterone. Sure. So that's why the fats are important. So that balance, although very complex, is very important for us. So if, you know, if you just lean to you know, all, all protein all the time, you're probably going to end up finding, if you did blood work, you will find lower testosterone levels. Sure. So I thought that was kind of interesting because I, I thought it would be, oh, yeah, high-protein diet and off the go. Yeah. And they're like, no, not so fast, my friend. So mm -hmm. it, it's something we have to okay. be careful with. So we're going to eat. The high protein with the fats and the good and, and carbs. Good, yep, good fats. Right good after you get done working yep. out is best. Yeah, and, and like I said, you're not going to put the, so let's say you're a 200 pound guy like myself, you, you, you're not going to take all 160 grams at once. Sure. It's, you know, healthy meals throughout the day. Sure, right. But you do want to ingest protein right after a workout because it will help with recovery, which gets you ready for the next event, you know, sure. or your next workout, your next race, your next whatever. Right. So, right. but it does help to facilitate that. And actually, this you just get a spike. It's not a sustained thing either. So it's, but things that uh, over time, which help you to continually develop, put on more muscle mass, take care of the bones. So very important. Is there any uh, supplements that can be? Yeah, we get, yeah. So supplements, you know, there, you can use vitamin D, um, so that one is actually an interesting study that showed that if you took 3,000 IUs a day and you would look on your bottle and you want vitamin D3 because it's the most bioactive form of D, they showed that over eight weeks that it actually raised uh, people's testosterone to the tune of about 25%. So it was mm. kind of an interesting study. But again, with respect to, you know, I don't know where low testosterone levels are, and I think it's kind of, we'll backtrack a little bit. You know, our testosterone levels peak at about 18 to 19, plateau in our 20s. Yep. And from 30 on, for the rest of our lives, it's going to decrease at about 1% a year after the age of 30. Hmm. But that's not a doom and gloom thing either. I mean, and everybody has a different range of testosterone. Sure. And on the low end of normal, it's going to be... If you're going to be real eggheaded, it's going to be 300, you know, nanoliters per deciliter, which is a teeny tiny, infinitesimally small, to about uh, 1,250, you know, mm -hmm. nanoliters per deciliter. So again, that would be something your doctor would determine if you had sure. a blood test. But yeah. the average person, I mean, it's if you're feeling depressed, you don't, you know, you don't have any libido, you don't have any desire to do anything, you're weak, gaining weight. These would be signs to see your doctor, sure. because then it might have to be medically managed. And so, but for the vast majority of us, if we're exercising well mm -hmm. and eating well or maybe taking a vitamin d supplement or getting out in the sun yeah you know, but right now for us you know it's <laughs> january we're above the 37th parallel we are not getting good or appropriate sunlight i mean sure. when i was driving in this morning for an appointment it was minus 27 right so, so <laughs> not going to be the day to be sunbathing right. plus the rays aren't going to really do its job sure um so vitamin d supplements certainly help um they've showed uh, particularly more in fertility cases um zinc as a supplement zinc sulfate okay. 220 milligrams twice a day improves sperm motility but also will help to free, give you a little bit more testosterone so small percentages so not not very yeah. significant yep. Um, the other supplement that seemed to be relatively interesting is not so much for how much testosterone it fostered, but what it did against cortisol, which is kind of the block of its ashwanga. So it's a it's an Indian herb okay. that's been used for thousands of years. It's uh, it's kind of a, an anti-inflammatory of sorts. It helps to minimize anxiety, and I think that's the target right there. Anxiety tends to raise cortisol. Cortisol is mm. what makes us develop that belly fat. Sure. 
but it's also in times of stress, it makes you burn lots of sugar, so that natural flight or fight reaction. Uh-huh. So if you're like stressed at work, and let's say Bob's just getting on you at work all well, day long, and just telling you, Brad, we need more research, we need more product, we need we need more videos, and you're just like, oh, I can't, I can't deal with it. Yeah. Well, your body will go into a sort of a mode where it starts to produce more cortisol, and you'll feel sluggish, you won't feel quite right, and even though it's giving you quick energy to maybe deal with the problem right in front of you, sure, it, it's creating long-term deficits in your body, you're developing more fat, you're getting mm. weaker. So this particular herb, ashwanga, um, works uh, really well by reducing the amount of cortisol you produce. You also relax in better, sleeping better, getting better rest at night, and yeah. actually is a naturally anti-inflammatory, which is a total different side effect. But well, So where do you get this? Any health food store. You can find it on Amazon. The doses range from a variety of different doses. It's Most commonly, it seems like 500 milligrams twice a day seems to be the average dose. Um, but you have to kind of watch it with that. So if thyroid condition, pregnancy, Absolute no-nos. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, check with your pharmacist or doctor or definitely do some research before it's you take it. It's not in food or a diet thing. No, no. You, it's, an, it's an herbal supplement used in basically Indian medicine. Sure. But it's it's something that you will find, like your Amazon local pharmacy, yep. health food Pill stores will have it, pill form or powder form. Okay. Or even drops. They have sublingual drops that absorb oh. a little bit better. Okay. So, um, but it had a range of um, 500 milligrams to 1,250 milligrams. So there's not really a cut and dried dose. Sure. But again, it seems to work more on helping protect against cortisol development or that stress hormone, which we've found in cases of fertility. It seems to help to improve fertility and in a backwards mechanism, free up more testosterone to help you with strength. Sure. Right, so right. those would be from the supplements. So, you know, you want your, again, your good proteins. You want, you know, you, the carbohydrates, like we yep. said. And some of these supplements might be beneficial. Sure. sure. So, but more importantly is probably exercise. So, <laughs> and that's the big thing. And so specifically weightlifting. So actually resistance training right. seems to, although all exercise is good. You can still stimulate testosterone production from a long run. So if mm-hmm. you're, a mar- I mean, marathoners are not being left out here. Right. Swimmers are not being left out here. Uh, but weightlifting seems to be best. Sure. Followed up by HIT training or that high intensity interval training. Right. Method. Right. So and there's lots of different ways that you can do those workouts, and you can find zillions of workouts like that are catered for people online. But resistance training. So uh, if you haven't done anything, then this is your arena. Proper form. Making sure that your body is capable of being able to do these keep, types of things. Keep. Start small and build up. Right. You know, because you will also find <laughs> some sources that tell you that, you know, going heavy is better, but you need to build up to that. That's not something that you're going to go out and do a 300-pound deadlift doing three sets of those, and yeah, you've blown out your back, and now you're set back again. Doing so your rum, one rep max right off the exactly. bat. Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're not doing that. So, but, but resistance training is key, but anything is good. Sure. And so that helps our bodies because basically when we exercise, we tear our muscles. And so one of the body's mechanisms, you know, and testosterone helps it to heal. Sure. And so, and then develop growth and then, of course, more strength. And so when we have healthy testosterone levels, those things are all working in the right direction. We have more lean mass, more energy, better bones, more libido, clearer thinking. I mean, better health. Right. So that exercise component is critically important. Sure. Um, But the other thing with exercise, and we talked about diet, is sleep. Getting proper sleep. Good quality sleep. So when I sleep, it's the recovery processes that are going on. So and what do they say, good quality sleep? They say 7 to 10 hours is what's classified as that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, but does it mean, oh, my gosh, I only sleep four hours a day? 
you know, is it bad? Well, it's not the best for you. And studies show that it's interesting. There's a paradoxical point in this study that I was reading. Five hours of sleep was actually more detrimental than four hours of sleep. I don't understand what that hour did. It was <laughs> kind of peculiar. They didn't really explain it away readily. So sure. I think more research needs to be done. Yeah. I, and I looked specifically like for a reason why. Yeah. And they could not come up with one. Um, but they said that at four hours, you would have a little bit more testosterone than five hours. And I just, so somehow in the study, the graph must have gone yeah, like this. So yeah. it was just kind of peculiar. Wow. Um, but anyways, uh, either way, if you could, good quality restful sleep, sure. I think is, is ultimately right. going to be the key. It's a restorative process. You'll find that if they did blood work in the morning, your testosterone levels will yep. be a little bit higher. Yep. So it gives you the energy, the vigor, and everything else we're looking for. Okay. So those are really the components that are going to naturally help us to do it. And then, you know, again, if you have, you're still not feeling right, a blood test is going to determine if it is or not. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the doctor actually, now they're getting more specific between bound and free testosterone. So, that, you know, 98% of our testosterone floating around in our body is, is bound to albumin and, and, and other, you know, Things, things that's yeah. out for the <laughs> experts for the, for to know. The experts, but and then there's the free testosterone. That's the one that actually does the intrinsic actions in our body. Sure. So that's the thing that I think that most physicians and endocrinologists are looking at more specifically now. Okay. And to help to create a healthier target to create a better you. Sure. But you know, so for us again, eating well, sleeping well, exercising are the ways to naturally do that. Yep. Good healthy living, and. uh I don't know what else to say, Chris. You covered yeah. details here. <laughs> so ho hopefully it'll give us a little bit better, a little healthier selves, and uh, hope you can get out and maybe lift some weights and there uh, you go. get ready for that <laughs> thing so you can feel a little bit more manly. <laughs> All right. Very All right, good. Thanks, good luck. Guys. Have a great day.